your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Blues Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman. And I'm Thomas Welch. And we have got an absolutely amazing episode for you today as it is game day, kind of, sort of. The game is tomorrow. We don't record on weekends, so it's game day and here on Locked On Blues. Uh, we're going to be previewing the game, getting into the matchups. Will David Perron play? Won't he play? What could, what that could mean for the team, as well as the lines that we've seen, Colorado's lines, and what we think the game's going to be, plus the return of my favorite segment, Locked On Player of the Game. That's going to be at the end of the episode, so stay tuned. But first, I wanted to say thank you so much for making us your first listen. If you wake up, you listen to us with your morning cup of coffee. We appreciate that. Every episode is quick and easy to digest, and that is our goal. But without further ado, Tommy, let's get into the first game day episode of the season. What? How excited are you? Give me your thoughts. 24 hours about from puck drop. <sighs> Man, I feel like a little kid on Christmas, to be honest. Or like Christmas Eve, I guess, would be a better uh, comparison. It's like... You, I already know like when I go to sleep tonight, I'm going to have trouble falling asleep because you get like those jitters and all you can think about is waking up the next day and being like it's game day or being like it's Christmas, whatever it might be. Um, the Blues play hockey, meaningful hockey tomorrow night against Colorado Avalanche, the same team that ended their season last year in the playoffs with a clean sweep. They didn't have David Perron for that series and they might not have David Perron uh, for this game. So I think that's going to be a sore spot, not only for Blues fans, because obviously he was uh, the leading point getter for the Blues last season, but for him too. I'm sure he wants a piece of those guys over there. Uh, A a long, grizzled veteran in the league like him, uh, he's never going to want to sit out games. So uh, I think even sitting out of practice, you hear in his comments that he does want to play, but it does sound like his availability will still be up in the air in the event that uh, he doesn't play. It sounds like Clem Costin is going to be slotted into the roster. So as much as you would love to have David Perron and he gives you a better chance to win, seeing Clem Costin in the first game of the season isn't a bad uh, fallback plan, in my opinion, uh, kind of seeing what he's capable of because a lot of fans, like we said, going back to last season in the playoffs as well, wanted to see him match up against Colorado, especially his physicality uh, and all those hits he brought to the KHL. He could bring that transfer that easily to the NHL. Uh, and that might be a mismatch that the Blues could expose. But where Clem Costin kind of lies on the roster is kind of up in the air, too. Uh, he was doing line rushes on the first line in David Perron's spot, but it does sound like he could potentially be on the fourth line, and Jake Neighbors could be in that first line spot. Uh, Barbashev could move up the lineup, and we could see Clifford or uh, someone else inserted in that fourth line spot. So uh, it really is just kind of a little bit hectic to see what's going to unfold, especially with the end result and what kind of capabilities this team will bring to the ice. We've been talking about chemistry and identity uh, all offseason long. We'll see if they can put uh, kind of what the team has put together on paper, if they can put it all together on ice uh, in the first game of the regular season uh, when it actually means something. Yeah, um, I think you described it perfectly there. It is unfortunate if the Blues were to go tomorrow without David Perron. Uh, key player for the team, drives the offense in a lot of cases, uh, leading scorer on the team last year. 
uh, and clearly felt his absence during the playoff series against the Avalanche. But that being said, I think this team has more depth than last season. Um, and having Clem Costin play, having that be the outcome of your negative situation is is a pretty pretty good curse to have, I would say. Being able to watch Clem Costin a little earlier than anticipated because of David Perron missing some time, even if it's just one game. Uh, and I think that's going to be the the unsung hero of the team this year is the depth. It, we're not going to have to worry about if so-and-so goes down, is the, are the wheels going to fall off this team like we've seen in years past? Because I think at every position, there's a guy that can come in that is either young and ready to prove themselves or the opposite is a veteran that we know that the team can rely on to fill that role. Um, and as, as unfortunate as it is that we might not be with David Perron tomorrow night, I think it speaks volumes to the depth of this team that I think Clem Costin can come in and play. You know, if it's on the first line, I think he could fit in there. If it's on the fourth line, I think he could fit in there as well. This lineup has a whole lot of versatility in the sense that pretty much any guy on any line besides, you know, the, the core group of guys can play anywhere up and down this lineup and be effective in whatever role is asked of them. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. I, I can't wait to see it. Um, I'm looking forward to segment two getting into the the actual breakdown versus the abs. But in terms of Perron's absence, do you, what do you think uh, he can bring against a team like the Avalanche? And then what do you think a guy like Clem Costin can bring if he ends up uh, taking his place? Well, I think the chat wants to hear us talk about the absence of Gabriel Landeskog as well. Uh, so I think that kind of goes hand in hand because David Perron, like we talked about, is that veteran presence. Shout out to Greg Kane. Thank you for the question. Um, David Perron is that veteran presence, right? And he is one of the guys that's been on the Blues for the longest amount of time. Gabriel Landeskog is kind of that player for the Colorado Avalanche. And it's one of the reasons that the Blues wanted Landeskog this offseason so badly is because uh, he meshes so well with their system, right? He plays the same kind of brand of hockey. He can play skill or he can play physical. And so for that reason, I don't think the Avalanche as a whole is built to withstand uh, the physical prowess that kind of has been the St. Louis Blues over these last five, 10 years. Um, but Landeskog as a player absolutely is. So him being out of the lineup, essentially McKinnon possibly being out of the lineup uh, is, is a huge plus for the St. Yeah. Louis Blues because uh, uh, opens the door for them to dominate the game physically. Absolutely. And then follow up point by Greg Kane makes another ha- harsh reality. The defensive depth is a little questionable. Um, but I think as we'll get into in the next segment, when we sort of talk and getting into the, the matchups um, and how the lines are going to look, I think that there are a number of guys on this defense that if they step up, this defense will be fine. Um, and those include guys that aren't necessarily in the opening night lineup. That includes, you know, Scott Perunovic um, and Jake Wallman, Nico Mikola, sort of the the guys that might be rotating, battling for a spot. So it's a big if, and there's definitely going to be some, probably some rough patches with the defense this year, but there's some youth on the defensive end. Um, and I think that, if early on there's there's some chemistry issues, you know, figuring out the defensive pairings, I, I don't think that that's too much of an issue. I think that's the way that this team is designed to where they'll get to a point where you can have guys that aren't necessarily number one defensemen like Marco Scandella playing big minutes because of the way that the, the unit is working. So I think an early season sacrifice is going to be getting the defense figured out because you don't necessarily have the big superstar names, but I think you have the the talent to form a cohesive unit rather than just having one shutdown line, having just three lines that can go out there and, and play solid, reliable defense. But before we get 
more into that, get into who's going to be on defense and who they're going to be matching up against. I want to tell you guys about our good friends over at Built Bar. Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's something for everyone. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. I know Tommy always reminds you raspberry cheesecake. Raspberry I, cheesecake. There we go. I get. I feel like I get that wrong every time. Um, but raspberry cheesecake. And if you don't know the classic flavors, you got coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. And if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get yourself a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Bill Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're also healthy. Each bar, you're getting 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. So go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. And when we return, we'll be getting into the matchups between the St. Louis Blues and the Colorado Avalanche. What it's going to take for the Blues to pull out a win here in night one, so don't go anywhere. All right, Tommy, before we get back into the action, we do have one more question from the chat that sort of pertains to the last segment, and that is about a guy that I mentioned, Marco Scandella. Blues fan reacts, asks, do you think? Do we think that Marco Scandella gets traded this year? I think the bigger question is, do we think that Marco Scandella fits into this defensive unit for the St. Louis Blues, or is he going to be that odd man out when it potentially comes time for Perunovic to show what he's been, if he has a breakout year down in the AHL, if he starts proving that he has a spot on this team, is Scandella going to be the odd man out? And if so, do you think he gets traded? That's a good question, I think, because it's kind of a two-for-one it's a two for one deal, right? Also, Blues fan reacts, I love you. So if you guys haven't checked out his YouTube, definitely go do so because just hot takes all of the time and uh, high-intensity electricity. He does great stuff over there. But um, So for me, it's does Marco Scandella fit into this team, kind of like what you're talking about, and then also uh, do the Blues think he doesn't fit enough and that he has enough suitors and they get a big enough return or an acceptable enough return for him uh, that they're willing to move him in the middle of the season. For that, that's that's a tough question for me. I think kind of what we talked about this all offseason was that COVID, the pandemic, and all of these rules and regulations that players were put under, uh, it, it really it was kind of brutal for them to establish team chemistry and identity. And that was one of the big focal points um, that Braden Shen talked about in the last game of the season last year. And I think that's one of the main focal points, even just their social media uh, has done a good job of portraying the fact that these guys are getting closer and having a good time. Uh, There was that, that picture of Tyler Bozak holding up the fish. So the guys went on a little fishing trip. I think that kind of tells you uh, the point of emphasis that they're trying to do now and not only build this team, uh, skill-wise and build this team physically and on paper, but build this team as a brotherhood and a friendship and a unit. And I think um, Marco Scandella is one of those players. I could be wrong about this. I don't really know. But I would assume that Marco Scandella is one of those players that plays a lot better uh, when he has a unit and feels that chemistry uh, with not only his entire team, but with his pairing as well. So I I would, I do expect Marco Scandella to kind of have a bounce back year. I expect everyone on the Blues defense to have a bounce back year because, I, I mean, across the board, it, it seems like 
for a lot of the defensemen, uh, they were struggling. But as we kind of talked about, it makes sense that they were. Uh, so I do think Scandella is going to bounce back. If he doesn't bounce back and he has the same season as he did last year, I could see them moving on. But like I said, if if you're looking at returns for a guy like Scandella, I, I don't see Doug Armstrong getting an offer where he's like, I have to take that. And I think he would prove to be more valuable to the team uh, than whatever you're going to get for him. So I, at, to answer your question, does Marco Scandella fit this team? It's kind of up in the air. I expect him to bounce back, but it's possible that he doesn't. I think either way, he's not going to get traded. Yeah, interesting. Um, again, I think it depends. I think that there are a couple different scenarios. Marco Scandella could come in and just show that he is that player that he was in that 10-15 game stretch when he was with Colton Pareko, and they looked like one of the best pairings in the league um, when they were at their peak. Uh, but again, small sample size. Then Scandella comes in and doesn't really look like uh, a confident top four defenseman. He looks like someone that, that you, you wouldn't really be able to rely on. Um, but then again, if he comes in and proves that he is that guy and that he has a roster spot, then, like you said, there's no reason to trade him whatsoever. But as Blues Fan Reacts says in the chat, exactly, cap space. Um, yeah, there's a lot of flexibility if you need that cap space. Scandella is the most likely guy to get shipped out because of that contract. Because, you know, what happens when Sunquist comes off long-term injured reserve? More likely if, than Vladdy? That's well, seven and a as, half. As my there. next thing was going to say, <laughs> if Sunquist comes off injured reserve, if the relationship gets repaired with Tarasenko, you need to free up money somehow. The most, the way that makes the most sense is, unfortunately, if you're a Scandella fan, that contract. Now, best case scenario, he comes in and lights it up and proves that he belongs on this team. Then we don't need to have this conversation. But there's always going to be an odd man out, um, especially like with so many questions about this defense being up in the air. We don't know how it's going to shake up three weeks into the season. Him being on the first pairing with Pareko on these line rushes means nothing. It could not work after one period, and we can never see that pairing again for the rest of the season. So there's a lot to be up in the air, or a lot that's up in the air, and honestly, I think we're going to have an even better idea after the first period tomorrow night, after the game, after the first week. So a lot of puzzle pieces have to fall into place, but they will. Yeah, and I think another thing that kind of throws a wrench into the entire scandella experiment and kind of hinges on what will happen with scandella is jake wallman uh and mikola obviously but i i mentioned jake wallman because i think he had a fantastic preseason like and even in the limited game in the limited games that he had last season he looked stellar uh and he's very young guy just kind of trying to make a name for himself in the nhl uh if he continues to progress uh, you have to give him room to grow and you have to give him more ice time, especially if he's out playing uh, a guy like Scandella, his older counterpart. So I, I think that for me is kind of the big question mark here is not only does Scandella fit in this in this defense, but do you have someone that can replace him? And if they think that Jake Wallman can, uh, he's not only going to get more ice time and get moved up higher than Scandella, but Scandella could kind of fall out of favor with the rest of the team and the coaches a lot of a lot of questions that are going to be begun to be answered tomorrow night and after this quick break we're going to be getting into our thoughts on the matchup and our picks for locked on player of the game as well as giving our score predictions but if you have a score prediction and you want to put your money where your mouth is you got to check out betonline.ag 
They are back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron and the ice rink as teams are back for football and hockey and MLB playoffs are going on. It's getting exciting. And as always, BetOnline is your number one sport for all the pro and college sports action this season with a new and updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests. BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything sports. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use promo code Locked On to receive your bonus from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. And when we return, we'll be breaking down the upcoming match between the St. Louis Blues and Colorado Avalanche opening night. Don't go anywhere. All right, Tommy, I know we got a little sidetracked with that last segment. Don't have as much time to break down the game as maybe we wanted, but that's okay because we can tie it all together. And I'm going to ask you who your pick for locked on player of the game is and why, how it contributes to the overall scheme that the Blues need to play to beat the Avalanche. There's kind of two routes you can go here, so I'm going to leave one for you easily. My fault. Don't don't feel bad, Blues fan. We're good. Um, but I think the easy answer here is always goaltending when it comes to uh, the Colorado Avalanche and the St. Louis Blues because like the Avalanche have a very good defense, but I think they're more offense-oriented than uh, a traditional Blues defense that kind of locks you down and uh, stifles you. Um, but I'm not even going to touch the goalies, even though I think Jordan Bennington, like we talked about, has superstar status, especially with ESPN coverage now. He's, I feel like he's going to take that next step and really want to insert himself in the spotlight. But I think I talked about it on Twitter. I've sang his praises for a long time. He's a friend of the pod. But Jake Neighbors making the team, kind of getting the kind of getting starry eyed in his first NHL game on the fourth line against better lack of a term, a beaten and battered uh, Colorado Avalanche team that's going to be missing a lot of their star studded talent. I think using him as a mismatch on the fourth on the on the fourth line uh, could be huge and essentially the deciding factor between uh the blues and the avalanche in this game so for that reason i'm gonna take jake neighbors um let's go jake neighbors has two points on the night that's my hot take and he's my locked on player of the game he pot his first nhl goal yeah let's do it he'll have a goal and assist let's do it manifest it right now clip that screen record Put that on Twitter right now at Freezing Cold yeah. Takes. Save it in the drafts. Yeah, you can. Yeah, when we lose eight nothing, you can. You can come for me. That's fine. Neighbors gets neighbors in gets a in a fight. fight. I could see that too. Ooh. I could see that too. Get him a get him a Gordy Howe hat trick in his debut. Screen recorded. Love it. Love it. Okay. All right, um, on me. My pick for locked on player of the game. We mentioned how McKinnon might be out. We mentioned how Landeskog is definitely out. A lot of times, especially in these early season matchups when teams are feeling each other out, it comes down to having the best player on the ice. And who better to lead your team to an opening night victory than Ryan O'Reilly playing against his former team, the captain, rejuvenated for a new season, playing with some some new and familiar line mates. Got to be a little, a little frustrated after the playoff defeat last season. Say, joking about getting 50 or 60 goals in the mic'd up. Maybe that wasn't a joke. Maybe he's dead serious. Maybe he's going to go out and pot four Austin Matthews style and Ryan O'Reilly's Rocket Richard campaign starts tomorrow night. Bertuzzi no. style. 
Yeah. Jokes, jokes aside, though, I think having the best player on the ice is crucial, especially in these early season matchups, like I said, where you don't really know what to expect. You don't really know what scheme you're going to see. You don't really know what the lines are going to be. Having a guy that can go out there and be better than any other player on the ice is always a good luxury to have. And with Landis Cog out, that that guarantees Ryan O'Reilly better than most players out there. And if McKinnon is out as well, then Ryan O'Reilly will be the best player on either team Maybe you could argue Miko, Miko Rantanen, but I think overall Ryan O'Reilly has the ability to shut the avalanche down. He has the ability to establish the Blues' pace early, and that will be something that is physical, calculated, and I think if he shows up ready to play, he'll set the example for the rest of the team, and the Blues will go on to beat the Colorado Avalanche. Now, Tommy, I'm going to put you on the spot once again, so get the screen recorder ready. Final score prediction, who's getting that game-winning goal? Oh my God. Final score prediction. So the Avalanche are missing a lot of their firepower, right? Oh man. Uh, how much do I trust the Blues defense to be good right off the rip? How much do I trust Jordan Bennington? I'm going to say Bennington's good enough, but our, our, I think we're going to be left with the fact that Jordan Bennington had a great game and our defense still needs work, but they did enough to win. I'm going to say four to two blues win and brandon sod gets the game winning goal as a revenge game oh that's something else we should talk about brandon sod revenge game here's a little fun stat for you guess who led i'm pretty sure somebody fact check me on this i'm pretty sure brandon sod led all nhl skaters last year in shooting percentage above players that actually shot the puck more than like 100 times he was at like 20 percent clip just stupid high he's gonna go out there um and have a good time against his old team. What do you say? There you go. I like that. I like that. I was thinking something along the same route. Um, I think it's going to be a little more high scoring. I think the Avalanche are a high-flying team. Um, I think the Blues defense is a little suspect to begin the season. Um, so I would expect more of a high-scoring game. But I do think the Blues are going to be able to pull out a win tomorrow night. I think Jordan Bennington could be a difference maker. Um, I'm I thinking, I'm thinking a little bit higher scoring. I'm thinking 5-3, and I think some veterans are going to score for the Blues. I'm thinking James Neal pops one at some point tomorrow night. I don't know if it's going to be the I don't know if it's going to be the winner, but I'm thinking I'm thinking it's going to be a power play goal, something down low, scrappy, James Neal, Pavel Buchnevich, one some one of those types of goals. It's going to be it's going to be scrappy. There aren't there's going to be a couple pretty goals tomorrow, but there's going to be a lot of garbage goals. I think teams are going to be rusty. Avalanche are going to come out high-flying, high fast-paced. Blues are going to try to match it. It's going to be a fun game. I'm really looking forward to it. It's, 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 I got my, my countdown set. Um, it's going to be a good night. Yeah, I'm going to have to, I'm going to, have to do something special for food. Maybe order a pizza, get, get all the fixings, dude. I'll, I'll have the ESPN Plus, like, multicast going in high. I still got to figure out I how am, to do that. So you just go to the game, and then I think it, you hit X. Well, I'm on Xbox, so if you just hit X, it says multicast, and then you can pick all the games that you want to watch. It's awesome. That's, but a, that's I, I am beyond excited for this season. I think as much as the Blues are kind of expected to be right around the cusp of playoff contention, I think with the lineup that they're throwing out there, if the defense can put it together, I trust Jordan Bennington. I know some people are still – the jury's kind of out on him, but I think – the player that we saw in the Stanley Cup in that entire season is the player that uh, he truly is with mm-hmm. a good defense in front of him. So if the defense can step up and the depth that we have in this forward group, there's no reason that this team can't make the Stanley Cup. I like that. I like that. Before we wrap things up, one final take. Let's see what we got. We got a 
Bozak getting a goal from Rudy Pack. I would love to see that. I would love to see Bozak come in and establish his presence. Let me get a long hot take. Assisted by Jake Neighbors. Ooh. I like it. Ooh. Little genius, connection there. Genius. I like it. And Rudy. Then we got Kairu goal, O'Reilly goal, Scandella goal, because hockey isn't real, and Neighbors fight. 4-3 Blues final. If that is how tomorrow night goes, I don't think I could be any more excited for the upcoming season. I pray that that is the outcome. That would be so fun. If that's how it goes, I'm going to need Blues fan reacts to also pick my Powerball numbers. <laughs> All right. And the only <laughs> one way to find out, you got to tune in tomorrow night. And then maybe we'll maybe we'll even get a, get a live stream going on Sunday to react to the game. But for now, that's all we have time for. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for everyone who joined the live and asked questions in the chat. That's the first time we really experimented with that. Um, and that was a lot of fun, seamless, easy. And if you guys want to do that as well, you got to join our YouTube live streams whenever we go live. Follow us on Twitter. We usually tweet it out. And follow us on YouTube, Locked On Blues. Hit that subscriber bell. That way, whenever we go live, you can hop in. Only a 20-minute window, so you don't want to miss it. It's a lot of fun, especially because we can talk with you guys, chat with you guys. It's a good time. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook, at Locked On Blues. Follow me on Twitter, at Josh Hyman NHL. Follow Tommy at TWelcher15. Can't wait for the game tomorrow night. And as always, let's go Blues.